Welcome to Success with Style, everyone. I'm Rob Giardinelli coming to you today from the McNay Museum in San Antonio, Texas. The beautiful McNamee Museum. I am Lance Avery Morgan. How are you, Cornelia Guest, our superstar guest today? Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's going to be an exciting day. I can't wait to... I love Texas and... I think that I'm like an honorary Texan because I have so many friends here and I love being outside and yeah. I love land and animals and you guys have everything I love. We sure do. And you're a cruelty free life that you live. Right? I am. That's pretty awesome. I don't know how much Texans are going to appreciate well, that, but hopefully I can bring a couple over to my side of you'd the fence. Well, a good amount in Austin will. Yeah, for I, sure. I agree with you. And I think that more people, the more people are learning about it, I think that people are yeah. becoming more cruelty free and i love your cruelty free fashions that you have your bags very chic thank you yeah how did you you come how did that all start you know it came up because i could not find a bag that i loved that was affordable that was cruelty free and sadly right now i stopped making them because i just haven't found the right person i really want to make them in this country okay gotcha and it's really hard yeah to keep the price point down because everything was under 250 300 250 Mm. and so I'm working on it, but hopefully I'll have it back soon. But a lot of people now, a lot of different brands, you know, like Prada yesterday just went for free. Yeah. So more and more people wow. are coming to the other side and right. more fabrics are available to us. That's right. So slowly, slowly the prices are coming down. Yeah. So it's an exciting time in fashion. Where, it, when did all that start? I think it really, well, you know. With you. With me, yeah. it started about 10 years ago. Okay. And, you know, I, when I was a little girl, I always loved animals and I always wouldn't eat animals. And, you know, at that point there was a big thing. Well, you know, she's growing, she needs protein Mm -hmm. and I would rescue everything. And my poor parents, like, you know, had no idea where I came from because it was, you know, they were big meat eaters. And I would say, you know, daddy, I'm not going to eat this cow. I think that he's my friend. My father was like, oh my God, my dad was 60 when he had me. And I was the youngest by 15 years and the only girl. So my poor dad had no clue how to handle me. And he was like, okay. And he was like, CZ, deal with her. And I was like, I am not going to eat that. And I knew that like, I could stamp my foot with my mother and say, I'm not going to eat this food. Oh, that's so I'd love that you even on your outfit today, you have beautiful dogs and roses. If that's not an animal cruelty-free lover, I don't know what is. Well, this is a so Dolce & Gabbana dress. I know Thank it. you. Yes, ma'am. And I love their clothes. And I saw this dress last year and Todd Romano, my dear friend yeah. who lives here who I'm we love with. Todd oh cutest thing the ever. King of Te- we call him the king of Texas cutest little <laughs> yeah. thing. and he's all mine don't you forget that <laughs> so I saw this dress and he had just gotten this cute lab puppy called George my godchild and so I saw this dress and I was like I have got to I saw it last year when I knew I was coming for this yeah. lunch so I was like okay now I have my Perfect. dress for lunch what a great six homage. months away I love but it. I've never done that before in my life like I never know what I'm wearing six minutes before an event right. much less six months so Todd Romano has that effect on all of us yeah I was so proud <laughs> what of would Todd do dress. WWTD right <laughs> that's the new hashtag hashtag WWTD yeah exactly he's ready to kill me because I we I you know I'm always in the kitchen doing stuff and he's there waiting to clean right <laughs> so he and i love always to making clean. the next picture of martinis you yeah. know and he makes yeah. a mean martini and it's five o'clock somewhere as right. we know oh exactly always. i love that <laughs> oh my gosh so um tell us about you know who influenced your style growing up you know i was never my mom and right now like i have to say that my friend jane ross who's in mm-hmm. los angeles who's a big stylist has been for years she's been a great influence for me because i'm not one of those girls that picks up stuff and makes it look good like, I, I don't have that in me. Like, I can wear t shirt I mean, my style is very classic, like my mom's, I guess, right. mm-hmm. I've learned from her. But, yeah. you know, Jane tries to, like, foots me up a little bit, and I'm always laughing with her. I'm like, Jane, okay, can I have a picture of how that is supposed to look? Right. Because 
one year, one day, a few years ago, we were going to the Carolina Herrera opening yeah. in in, um, in Melrose Place, and Mrs. Herrera sent me this dress, and so I put it on. I was so proud of myself. I walk in, and Jane and Carolina turn white, and I'm there <laughs> having my picture taken, and Carolina's just nodding at me. Oh, Jane goes, no. "Get over here." She goes, "You have that dress on backwards." I'm like, oh, <laughs> "But I'm what like, a great sense of your own style, oh, though." Oh, it <laughs> <laughs> right? It so That's much how better. I'm going to turn Robert. that upside down. <laughs> right side, I know. I was like, well, how, I thought I was so cool. Right side out. Yeah. Well, so oh, here's wow. my question. Were they the only two who, who noticed or said anything? Because that meant you pulled it off and no one else thought that yeah, other exactly. than the actual artist themselves. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. I never <laughs> thought of that. I was so mortified. And Carolina was so sweet. And she calls me cheeky. And I've known her all my life. But she's been a huge influence on me. Like, I love a white T-shirt. You know, Jane, like, there's certain, I'm not a fancy person mm -hmm. you know I'm happiest in shorts and jeans I mean I love dresses mm -hmm. so I'm always in a dress I think a dress on a girl is so pretty and especially in the summer but even in the winter right. but I I'm very simple in my tastes I I can't I look ridiculous in fashion I mean I've had people try to grunge me and I look oh gosh no ridiculous right and you know I think no one should be grunged yeah <laughs> thank you I thought that was in the 90s or the, I, I, or the I said I thought that yeah. was outlawed around 1998 oh or so yeah outlawed in my world <laughs> yeah so i think i look best and very classic mm -hmm. so i kind of stick to that well now there's a story that i heard recently about you and carolina herrera something with a gold lame dress oh my god can we oh, go there funny. yes can oh, we yes. go there because uh -huh. i love mrs herrera one oh, she's of the, the best lunches ever. i've ever had she's so amazing adorable yeah so and when she had her office on 57th street i used to go there all the time mm -hmm. i think i was about 15 mm -hmm. and they had this on the mannequin this gold lame dress that was down to here yes please and I was like, Carolina, can I wear that dress? She was like, no, you are not wearing gold lame. <laughs> you could not wear gold lame. She had me in a pink dress. She had me in everything, how right. I should look. Yeah. <laughs> so one night, she wasn't there. I got that dress off that mannequin. I wore it. She saw me that night. She was like, oh! <laughs> I love it. And I bet that wasn't backwards either. Oh, my God. Isn't that that did not go over well. Oh, I love I that. Was, I was kicked out of her closet for a week. That is so funny. Because her daughters and I, we were all the same size, so we yeah. were all in her closet. And she would laugh because she, we would try to, everything in Carolina's closet was so perfect. We would go in and take stuff. Yeah. And she would always know. Like, my mother always mm -hmm. knew. I did that once to my mother. I, I'd taken this dress, that this Valentino dress that was so pretty, this mm. very risque red mm -hmm. dress. And she said, where's my dress? I said, I don't know. You must have left it someplace. She's like, well, where would I leave it? I'm like, I don't know. So <laughs> <laughs> my mother was furious. So oh my God. I wore that oh dress, no. and there was a picture of me in the paper. She's of like, course. where is my uh -huh. dress? And I was like, here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you'll appreciate this. The cover of this issue's magazine is a Slim Aaron's cover. It's beautiful. And I've never is, seen this picture. Is, I hadn't either. It's part of his latest release, if you will, from his estate. Isn't that, that is gorge? so beautiful. Yeah. Don't you just want to dive in? That's Acapulco. Oh my God, I just want to go there. I know, right? So, and he, he some of his favorite photo and most legendary photographs are your mom and your family, yeah, which uh -huh. is so cool. He was a lovely man. He never photographed me, but I think he was just the kindest man. And he came to my mom's funeral and got really sick and he was so oh, wow. sweet. And, you know, I always... Harry Benson has been photographing me since I was very young. Yeah, and another legend. Another legend. And we always would talk about him. And he would say, you know, our styles are so different, but we get the same thing out of people. We make people happy. Right. And I think that Slim Aaron's found that of people. Right. You know, and like I think Patrick McMullen does that on yeah. the red carpet yes. too. I mean, everyone yeah. knows him and loves him, and they're happy to see Patrick. But I think that this is something that it's just a time that's gone. You yeah. don't see that anymore. I know. You don't well, see print magazines, and this is so beautiful. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, we it's it's here to stay, let me tell you. Good. Well, 
because we love we love that how a magazine can help curate a life, right? I mean, yeah. you know, we're fans of- Put a smile of, on people's face. And put a smile on people's, people don't ever say, oh, this should be in a website. They always say, oh, that right. should be in a magazine, I right? I agree with that's you. True. So that's so true. That's kind of how we look at it. And you can't curl up with a laptop. You I curl agree. up with a magazine. Well, and it's like, you know, we, we talk to like marketing people now, and like some of them even say like emails are back in vogue just because everything is so instant now on social media and everything that there's kind of more of a, there's an appreciation now, I think, for print that wasn't there five or 10 years ago. Well, it's the real deal. If it's yeah. in your hands and you're holding it, it means a it's lot tangible. of work. Women, I agree. Yeah. Right. I mean, and people care and people care. Exactly. It's not yeah. a bunch of ones and zeros in the digital world. Yeah. And I think there's nothing like the energy on a set of everyone trying to make one yes. picture, one scene, one, whatever you're trying to do. Right. And I think that the energy of that and the, and the camaraderie is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And we don't have that anymore. Everyone's just on these stupid pods or whatever they're called. And <laughs> right. you don't communicate <laughs> with people. And right. I, I, I don't like, e you know, texting oh is fine, but I want to hear someone's voice. I always call Todd. I'm like, hi, I'm working. Yes, absolutely. I don't care. Yes. <laughs> I Everyone don't calls text. Todd. Everyone ends yeah. up at Todd's. I'm like, wake up. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, one of the. <laughs> oh boy. Sorry. Ty Romano, ladies and gentlemen. In our audience, our studio audience. In our audience. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, you know what's interesting is that one of my favorite shots is of your mom, and she is laughing. I don't know if Slim took it. She is, she's sitting on a bar stool, which is unusual. It's black and white, and she is laughing to where she can't even catch her breath. Do you know that photo? No. And she is with, I guess it's your dad. And he's kind of turned the other way. You can't really tell. Tall well-built man, mm -hmm. but she's doubled over laughing at something he said. I'll send it to you. I'll text it to you. Oh, I'd love to see yeah. it. Well, they love to have fun. You know, my family, we always love to laugh. Yeah. And I think that that's the, um, the greatest gift in life is to have people that you can laugh with. Right. Right. You know, or things or whatever. I mean, I'm constantly laughing at myself which I think is always my You got a lot of yourself. You do. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Well, now, which brings us to our next question. It's fun that you have such a, you have an illustrious background. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've, you grew up around great privilege and you, you know, you're an icon to a lot of folks now. Thank you. And you're the daughter of an icon and you come from great families. But what did, how did you earn your first dollar? I think oh a lot of people would love to know yeah. how Cornelia Guest really earned her first dollar. Well, I did it mucking stalls. Okay, as a horsewoman. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because I rode and I would muck stalls. Gotcha. And then I would braid, and you know, and that's the deal I had with my parents. Yeah. And so my dad would pay me. I got I got paid in quarters. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that it was something? very funny, and I would go to him at the end of the day. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my poor father. My poor father when I was born. He was so happy to have a girl, but he just was like, oh. Oh, that's so <laughs> you know, sometime, Little did he know. Little did he know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and that that was it. And then, um, I you know I was always writing, and then I went to work when I was 16 for Nikki Haskell. She mm -hmm. had a television show. Yeah. Nikki Haskell okay. show in the city. Star Caps. Yeah. I knew her in Beverly Hills pretty yeah. well. well. Yeah, so I love her. So she had the Nikki Haskell show. Yeah. And I we had oh, she's a with hoot. the Dupont twins. She may be listening right now. Yeah. Oh my God, you're kidding <laughs> me. So the Dupont <gasps> twins and I, and we would send her one place, the crew another place. I mean, she would. We were. It was the funniest thing. How her show got done was. I don't wild. think I ever knew that she had a show in New York. I just yeah. know her from living in Beverly Hills yep. and her billboards on Sunset right. Boulevard. Exactly. Nikki Haskell Starcaps, which I yeah. think she still does. She, I don't know if she Nikki, does if you're listening, call us. Yeah, call yeah. us. <laughs> and then I was modeling in New York and, gotcha. you know, just and acting and so, and then yeah. it kind of grew from there. Yeah. And Uncle Andy. Oh, God, Andy, yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite memory of him? Um, oh, God. Once we were going to a police concert and 
Or no, you know, my favorite memory was a Diana Ross concert in Central Park, and it started to pour rain. The one, the infamous concert? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And it was pouring rain. And he said, how are we going to get out of here? And I was like, what do you mean, Andy? And he was like, well, it's raining. I was like, I know, we're going to get really, really wet. <laughs> and we ended up in some bar on Central Park West. Oh. And we looked like two drowned rats. I'll bet. And I'll never forget that the bartender <laughs> looked at us and said, what would you like to drink? The two of you have had a really bad day. Oh, no. And... And then once I took him to Newport on a boat, and the captain, I used to do the um, jumping derby up mm -hmm. in Newport, mm -hmm. and so we were on this boat, and the captain came down and said, you know, we have a hurricane, we have to ride it out at sea. Yeah, I oh said, what do you mean you have to ride it out at sea? He goes, we're just going to go out of port, the boat's too big. So I was like, okay. Mm. So I walked downstairs into the living room, and there's Andy with a life vest on. I'm like, are you okay? He goes, I can't <laughs> swim. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this boat I goes down. I can't just swim. Just hear him in his voice saying that. I can't wow. swim, Cornelia. I mean, wow. Yeah, and of course there was no storm. It went by us, and yeah, we all had goodness. fun. But I mean, thank goodness. But there he wow. was. He was ready. I can't swim. I was like, something? I need to teach you how to swim. <laughs> He's like, now's not the time. Yeah, very funny. Is it an honor having been photographed by him? Oh yeah, and yeah. I love my portrait too. And yeah, I was so excited to do it that day, yeah. and I had so much fun with him. And he he was such a good friend to me. And you know, he had dogs, I had dogs, and he was always very kind to me. Mm -hmm. And I was so lucky at that time when I grew up because going to all those places, Studio 54, I mean, I was so watched. Sure. I was so, yeah. everyone was taking care of me between yeah. Andy Halston, Steve Abell. Like, right. everyone said, oh, you know, all these girls would tell me they did this and this and this. I was like, I never saw any of that. I right. was so protected. Wow. So in such a crazy world, I was so protected. I mean, I remember I had an exam one day and, and Halston came in and said, what are you doing here? And I said, well, I just came. He said, you're going home. And he dragged me out and sent me home. He said, you have to study. So, you know, I really had like a lot of people looking out for me. How great is that? A lot of godparents yeah. almost. I really did have a lot yeah. of godparents. Maybe not Liza so much. Yeah, well, you know, she was great with oh. me too. I mean, she was always, she would tell me not to do. I mean, you know, she would tell me her mistakes with men and I would be like, okay, well, this guy, this guy. And she was like, get rid of him. Oh, you know, wow. She was like a great auntie man, oh, I would say. So awesome. And she was so beautiful in the way she walked and the way she wore the clothes. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how fun is that? That was a great time. A great time. It was I a know. creative time. Everyone was creating, everyone was out and about and talking to each other and seeing. It was, you know, I saw that movie again, Studio 54. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was fantastic. And it yeah. just, I laughed and I cried. It captured the essence. Yeah. It really yeah. did. And the creativity of people, right. mm -hmm. which is different today. But wow, they had so much fun. Everyone just coming out of their shells in that place. It was just amazing. Do you ever listen to time. Studio 54 on Sirius with Mark Benneke's show? Mark Benneke. I love Mark. I have, I What's not to love about Mark Benneke? Mark he may so be listening funny. to. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey, Mark. <laughs> yeah. He's, I mean, time. he's got some great stories. I mean, he really does. I mean, you know, he, he was, I mean. Talk I, about a person I, who's probably seen it all. Like, yeah. he's probably the first person on the planet that can really, he, truly claim that. he will that. go to his grave. Yeah. He will yeah. never Zip. He's like reveal. a tune, that guy, yeah. Not in a book, anyway. I don't think so. <laughs> no, <laughs> I agree with you. Mark, please write that book. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, I mean, that was an era that, you know, I had asked Fran Lebowitz in a conversation mm -hmm. with her. I said, you know, she, what is it about New York in the 70s and 80s that people just love so much? And she's like, it was not that great. People miss their youth, and it just happened to be in New York in the 70s and 80s.
But the actual city, it was dirty and the crime and all that. I was like, okay, well, that's an interesting way to look at that. But you had a really great time at Studio 54, dancing on tabletops and being yeah. the dev of the year, dev of the decade. I remember that very well. And I was writing at the same time. Right, right. Oh, so yeah. tell us about your writing, what yes. you were no, writing so at the time. I was yeah. writing, and, you know, I had hunters and jumpers, and I was always up at 6 o'clock in the morning or that 5 o'clock. That's a lot of discipline. You know something? I have to say that people always ask me, what is the greatest thing that your parents taught you? My mom, we were always up. Didn't matter, yeah. you know, if we got really. to bed late. And still now to this day, yep. I'm up. And so I think that riding taught you a discipline. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I remember when she used to take me out of school. She took me out of school a lot. She'd say to the headmistress, she can learn everything with me out hunting. Oh. And she would take me fox hunting. Wow. And she was right. You fall off, you get right back on. Right. You know, <laughs> wear hole. Watch out for the holes in life. You know, right. I mean, there was House so much of it. Metaphoric. And, yeah, it was wow. so metaphoric. So. You know, she was a, my mother was a very basic woman. and That's why know, she was so beloved, don't you think? Yes. And I also think she wasn't fancy. I mean, we were country people. We still are. I love the country. I hate the city. Yeah. And so I think that those values mm -hmm. were as simple as they are in such right. a crazy, fancy world. Right. But that keeps you grounded and that right. keeps right. you down to earth and that keeps you, you know, my dogs are my most important thing. And so, you know. At 6.30 in the morning, I have a, a Newfoundland who puts his nose to mine and breathes in my face. He's like, get up. <laughs> I have to pee. Right, right, right. So, and I don't want a puddle of pee this big. So, you know, it teaches you. And yeah. animals keep you honest. They Absolutely. always have. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they don't, they don't want anything back from you. Yeah. Right? Except your love. Except your love. Yeah. I mean, how unconditional is that? Yeah, they're so yeah. cute. Wow. Yeah. How would your mom, what would your mom think about being a young woman like, say, your, your age or your daughter's age right now with everything that's going on with the Me Too movement and the way style has changed. Changed. I was going to say digress, but in some circles, a lot of circles, it's digress. But how would she operate in this world, do you think? I think she'd operate the same way she always had. Okay. And she sticks to her own guns. Very authentic, though. Yeah. yeah. And I think you have to. You can't change. You know, I mean, we're all individual. And in the minute you try to morph or do something that's chic or that's of the moment, you lose it. And it, if right. it's not authentic, it looks funny. Right. Yeah. And so now you look at pictures of people and they all look, so many people look whacked or weird. And yes. it's because they're not authentic. Yeah. Otherworldly beings. Yeah. And yeah. so I, you know, I always, I'm not a big shopper. I mean, I look at clothes. I love clothes, but I don't see, you know, I have my clothes that I've had for years and yeah, years and right. I always wear them. The French way of life. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, buy your favorites and, and keep, keep, them. keep wearing them. Yeah. I wore a dress that um, Oscar de la Renta gave me made for me with Galliano um, last week in Venice. Uh, yeah. I went with Peter Marino to the oh, yeah. Venetian ball, mm -hmm. right, the right, right. ball that they did. Yeah. And everyone was like, that dress is so beautiful. We haven't seen it. I was like, well, it's old. Yeah. But it's so beautiful. Right. And Why wouldn't you wear it again and again and again? But it wants again. to come out. I mean, it's a dress that wants to go have fun. Right, right, right. You know, so, and I think things like that and skirts that I have and shoes and mm -hmm. everything, you know what I mean? I, look, I love Manolo. I love shoes. Nothing beats a Manolo Blahnik pump. I, I have pumps that I've had since I was 18 that yeah. I worship and I'm constantly bringing them back there saying can you fix this fix this and right. you know George is like I got it Cornelia come on I'm like I, this is my favorite pump yeah what's well, interesting that shoes and bags speaking of bags and your your bag line 
they've really become elevated as objects like never before. It's, it's so fascinating. True. I mean, really, a couple of thousand dollars for a pair of shoes or a bag or plus. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, where that used to cost. I mean, you know, it was thirty nine ninety nine for an alligator bag. I know. Right? I know. With matching shoes. Yeah, exactly. That were nineteen ninety nine, right? So it's yeah. just really interesting to me. And people carry them like it's an uh, an object of art. I'm like, okay, go run that over with your car exactly. and then come back to me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's fascinating how that's how these objects have come into style and I don't think they're going anywhere as yeah. signifiers, if you will. Yeah, and people don't know how to use them. Right, right. You know, they don't know how to carry a bag. They don't know. Right. It's a, it's a bag. It's, it's, there's a reason that yeah. you're carrying it. Yeah, and which reminds me of your, you'll, you'll appreciate this, I think. You may or may not know this, that your handbook for being a Deb is uh -huh. on eBay for $500. Oh, yes. <laughs> it is a That's hot great. property. It's, I mean, it's oh out God, of print. Oh, my God, that's fantastic. So it's like a very highly coveted, sought-after thing. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. So Thank tell, you us about, tell us about that process, a process of, like, debuting, you know, for our listeners who haven't done that before. Yeah. So it was a, really a fun, fun affair. I'm Carolina. Herrera made my dress, yeah. and it was strapless, and it had silver polka dots on it. It was so beautiful. Oh, yeah. And so you have to line up. At that point, you lined up in the kitchen of the Waldorf. And so and my this is international. Just no, just this is the this is the, the infirmary ball. Infirmary. Okay. okay, gotcha. And so you line up in the kitchen, and my escort, my mother made my brother do it. My brother was so mad. And Not finally uncommon. he realized that there were so many... Horny 18-year-olds that couldn't wait to see <laughs> a guy. Fellow devs. So he was just bombarded. He was so handsome. So we were lined up in this kitchen. My mother was like, why are they lining up in this kitchen? You have that dress on. So we came out. He went to curtsy. And I did a nice curtsy. Well, the Texas girls with the Texas dip Texas came dip. out. We were yes, like, whoop. Mm -hmm. So then they made us sit with a candle on the floor. And my mother came over and said, get up. You are not sitting on this filthy floor in that dress. <laughs> so up I went. She gave me a glass of champagne. And so we went to sit back That's at the table. so great. So after that, we went to Studio 54. In the dress or did you change? Oh, we were in the dress. Okay. There was no after party there dress no back after then. There was no after party back then. So she had this beautiful red Oscar dress on. It was strapless. It was red mm. velvet. It was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And so I had my white Because it was winter ball. In yeah, winter. exactly. Yeah. And I was dancing and happened to fall. And so my mother turned to a friend of ours and said, oh, look, Cornelia is being pulled by a sled. Oh. So the next oh. day, I know, we, we'd had a lot to drink at that point. So the next day we wake up and our dresses go to Madame Paulette. The woman from Madame Paulette calls up. And the says, cleaners for Mrs. all of our Gass. listeners, yes. Yeah, it's the cleaners in New York. <laughs> Mrs. I love translating for Cornelia. <laughs> I speak Cornelia, basically. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and the woman calls up and says, I don't know what you and your daughter did last night, but these dresses are filthy. There's white. There were white flakes oh of the God. snow from Studio 54 oh in the dresses. She said, this so is going to take us months <laughs> to get out. She said, we've never seen such wow. such a mess. And my mother was like, okay, Madame Paulette just <laughs> called and gave me help. It was very funny. <laughs> well, that just, well, that speaks to the era, yeah. right? Because I was in that scene, Todd was in that scene. We were all in that scene back yeah. then with, you know, like the Bergerac girls when they made their debut. Diana Mimi Bergerac. Your yeah. same year. Oh. They were, yeah. And, all, all these great folks who are, yeah, a lot of snow sleds <laughs> under the under yeah. the under the bridge by them, but um, and, there, and it was just such a fun time to to be around. Oh, and are we wrapping up? Thank yeah, you, our studio director. Okay, we could go on forever with Cornelia Gas. It's almost it's almost it's almost time. Okay, it's it. almost it's almost tea time, people. Just so you know. <laughs> gotcha. Easy. Well, our so we're having so much fun. I know. We are. Well, 
and it's good. <laughs> it's good to have the impromptu Tav Romano here yeah, as exactly. well. You God, we love that man. He's on it. He's All right, on so, schedule. so because we are about ready to go, you know, go Into go this to luncheon, a meal. Where you're the special we're, guest, we're going to flash forward because yeah. I do want to know this because yeah. you know so many interesting people. Who are the top five people you would have at a dinner party? Besides Todd Romano, I would have my dad. Okay. I would have Winston Churchill. I would have Michael Jordan. I would probably have Isaac Dennison. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Um, And one for the road. One for the road. I guess my mom. Yeah. That'd be fun. Not everyone says Or, you know, no, no, no. You know who I would have? Her mother. Okay, yes. My grandmother, Vivian Wessel, who I never, you know, they, I guess, had a bit of a tempestuous relationship, but she adored her mother. But my mo- my grandmother was an actress. Her name was Vivian Wessel. How scandalous. And she was, Back at that then, point, right? yeah, yeah. She was a big stage actress with wow. Clifton Webb. And so everyone was like, well, you know, you don't have it in your family. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. Because you've done a lot of film, I have. film and TV. Yeah, and so I have Halston, the mo- the documentary that is ha- was supposed to be half doc and half scripted. Right. And now it's more doc, and it's fantastic. Okay. It comes yeah. out. I think in the next Can't few weeks. Can't wait to see yeah, that. See it. It's amazing. And I played Dee Dee Ryan. Oh, great. So oh, I'm cool. unrecognizable. And then awesome. I have another movie coming out called Bab, where I play a demented nurse. And um, Perfect casting. I yeah, mean. Yeah. I mean, perfect. Yeah. And then I, was in <laughs> I got to do Twin Peaks. The yeah, you were on David that. Lynch. The reboot, yeah. Yeah, who oh, was fun. the most adorable creature in the world. I love he and Mark Frost and the cast. And that was just a dream job. So, you know, I spent a lot of time in L.A. And I'm, you know, I have a mini horse and donkey rescue called right, ArtemisFarmRescue.com, right. and we rescue these little creatures. We lost one the other day. Oh. She had gotten out of quarantine, and she was so sick, and she just didn't make it. But at least she died in a lovely place, knowing people were trying to wow. try to help her. Wow, so nice sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, me too. It was sad. Wow. Well, thank you for all you do for the world, Cornelia. Oh my God, thank yes. you for having me. Thank you for well, being our guest, the ultimate guest, Cornelia. Thank you for coming yes. to visit <laughs> in Austin. Yes, yes you're welcome. You got to come back next time. Yeah, you I and will. Todd, we're going to all have a slumber party. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. Oh, that'll yes. be fun. Yeah. yeah. I'll bring the champagne. Oh, yeah. perfect. Okay. And we'll do each other's hair. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, mostly Todd's hair. We'll do Todd's hair first. Yeah. I know. We'll turn him into a skinhead. You are too funny. You have no idea. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have! Oh my God, I love this! I love the studio audience. We're gonna, we're gonna it bring this fun. into the future it's podcast. I don't know how I, I, I don't know how Oprah does it. I know. I really don't. Too. Well, everyone, I'm Lance Avery Morgan signing off, <laughs> and I'm Rob Giardinelli signing off from the McNay Museum in San Antonio, Texas, on Success with Style, reminding you the great style starts by having a unique point of view. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you.